The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to my kitchen, having a nice cup of coffee. And I decided this week to start by recording the podcast live so that I can share with you a little slice of my life. And then also you can just listen to the podcast if you if you don't really want to see the slice of my life. So for those of you watching on YouTube here, woohoo, hello. And if you're listening to the podcast, well, hello, welcome back. I'm so glad you are here. So today's episode, I wanted to keep it super simple, super actionable, and really something that's at the top of, uh, been, been at the top of my mind now for a couple of months, um, believe it or not. And I hate leaving things for that long. So let's just let's just dive into today's topic, which is really around practical ways to prepare for changes. And these are specific technical changes. Um, so if you're anything like me, if you've been in business for several years, you may have changed email service providers. You may have changed web hosts. You may have changed um, any number of platforms that you use in your business. And the thing is, platforms change, right? So no matter what web platform you use, whether it's project management all the way to course software um, for social media scheduling, for course creation, for blogging, what would you do if you wanted to move? Could you move easily if you had to? Or do you need to copy and paste everything? So I have always been of the mind, just have an exit ramp. Just make it easy for me to move if I need to, or have a backup of things if I need it. Um, Somewhere along the line, that kind of didn't work out for me. (laughs) So I don't know, I don't know where my brain went, but I, I'm now struggling with this, um, not issue. I know what has to be done, but, and I know we don't want to think about it. I definitely didn't want to think about it, but the, the truth is tools change. Your needs change. Um, the tools can improve. They can stop working. And like I said, they can stop working for you, even if they still work. And there's so many uh, variables in between that might make you, you might be like, wow, they raised their prices. I no longer want to pay this. It's like renting an apartment um, in a state that does not have any renter's rights. Yes, that's us where they can just raise your rent like a crazy amount, like 40%. So that's awesome. Anyway, so not to say that any of these platforms that you use are going to do that, but I do think it's worthwhile to just think through this. And we have to be prepared for the day when we want to make that choice or are forced to, for whatever reason, in some way to leave these platforms. We don't own them, even though we trust them for all of our business needs, 
We pay them monthly for that protection, for that privacy, but still we don't own them. And I think we need to remember that, especially with um, course platforms, things that are into, if you have a course business or you're a coach, think about the, the main things that you use to deliver content to your um, clients. And that's actually what mostly I think about is that piece because I can move a website, no problem. I can move my email marketing and my list, no problem. But when it comes to all the different pieces that go into your courses, your programs, all of the videos and the downloads and the and the text that's on the page and the thumbnails and all that, it's really important to really think through um, what that's going to look like if we ever had to move, right? Now, it doesn't mean we should be scared uh, to use other people's platforms, but let's just make sure you have that exit ramp and that choice. Um, like I said, I am currently struggling with this a little bit because I have all this content for my programs on one platform. Like, uh, for those of you who know me, who actually are one of my customers, there's Fearless Launching. There's my planning course. I have all these other courses that people have access to that maybe I don't sell anymore, but they still have access to them. I have my new program, Launch Incubator, which is a whole new set of stuff. And the truth is, I have been going back and forth about wanting to be on this one platform. And what I've realized is the reason is because I don't really feel like there's an easy off-ramp. And that is my own fault, right? I have to now work backwards, and I never thought it would be this way. I, I was so good at keeping track of all my course content um, when we moved from one platform over to the current platform. Um, there was like, there's like a spreadsheet of all the things. And I'm like, Hey, how come I didn't do that the next time? So, you know, I, I just want to say that like, and also it's not just unique to this one platform that I'm using. It also happened on another place where I can't easily export my content. So now I'm faced with essentially hiring someone to copy and paste things from these platforms or download a bunch of videos and upload them to the right places. So I'm doing what, so then I, basically I'm doing it in reverse. Um, I'm doing what I recommend, but I'm in reverse and I've learned my lesson. Um, I don't want you to be in this position held hostage by your platforms. And maybe it's not as nefarious as that. I, I get that we all make our decisions. and But just remember the ease of uploading something to a Teachable, a Thinkific, a LearnVest, um, a Kajabi, Access, all of those, like all of these places where you can upload our stuff super easily, have a course. What if you ever want to change that or take it down? So today I'm just going to go through a simple set of not tools, but I guess they're tools. It's a, it's a way to make this possible so that if that decision ever does come up, it's really just comparing the platforms, not the work involved in moving something from one place to the next, right? So your main tool here is actually going to be a really simple one, and it's a spreadsheet. Yes, make sure you've got everything I mean everything down to the video thumbnails. If you, you know, created fresh ones or if you had somebody create those at one point, 
Make sure you've got everything listed out and linked from a spreadsheet. And we're going to go over where things should be linked to. But, you know, for the spreadsheet, you can use Google Docs. Notion is a great one because you can um, put everything in a table format. Great, great there. Um, you could just use Excel or page, um, not pages, what is it, numbers on the Mac. So it's important you start that spreadsheet. And for those of you who don't know, I am a... Not a huge, I guess I was going to say a huge fan, but it's really not being a fan. I am a huge proponent for keeping a master list of your course content, of what you're delivering people, so that you can easily find it without having to log in to any of these platforms. You could literally just send someone like, yeah, I guess that, that cheat sheet isn't up there. Here's the link. So you want to make sure you always have that. And um, I do that not just for my programs, like the, the deliverables, but also for launch assets. And that's one of the, the hub is actually an episode we did, I want to say last fall, late last fall. So I will link that below. Um, but here are some other things you want to think about, especially if you've never created this before. Um, have a place where you can keep all source files. I mean your videos. I mean your PDFs. I mean the pages file or the Word document file that you made the PDF from. Every single thing. Um, I have... I think the most current files, let's say for Fearless Launching, see, I don't even know at this point. I mean, uh, this is what happens. We we have to stay on top of this because it's, it's so easy to get disorganized. Um, I have them in Google Drive. So I have my, let's say, you know, it's a video, but I have... I have the video, I have the slide, I have the transcript, I have all of the, the kind of before the PDF version and before the video version of everything. I have all of that in, organized in folders inside Google Docs. I also have, for instance, um, all of the worksheets and cheat sheets and different things that are in the programs, I have those in there as well. Not just their PDF format, which is what you would see, but I also have that initial pages or doc format as well. So you can use Dropbox, Google Drive. Um, I believe Notion can host things a little bit, but I prefer things like Dropbox and Google Drive just because we it's easy to share those as files if you need to. Um, also, you want to think about your hosted files. These are, these are ones that actually can be more easily linked and embedded into other platforms. Let's say you decided to go from um, one course platform to another. Instead of uploading, you can literally just use their text editor and drop all of the videos in like that. You don't necessarily have to upload your videos to those platforms. Um, so for instance, your video might be on Vimeo or Wistia. Make sure they're there um, before you go into one of those platforms. PDFs, again, those can be stored on Google Drive. But if you want to embed them as a downloadable link, I always use Amazon S3. I've been using them since the beginning. Amazon S3 is essentially an online hard drive um, that is easily linkable. You can um, set up access. You can easily update files just by dropping it over with dropping it into the same folder with the same name. It replaces it. It's amazing. Um, audio. So let's say you have an audio version of your program or your videos 
You can also put those, and I'm thinking more of like hosted because that makes it easy then to just go grab those links. If those links are then in that spreadsheet, you can just say, oh, here's my audio. I'll put that underneath the video. You have everything at your fingertips. You're not like guessing um, where things are. So Amazon S3 is a really great tool for that. Okay. So put all these links inside the spreadsheet so you can always know, it's almost like you have your course in a spreadsheet so that you can easily move things when you need or want to. And it just, it just helps you avoid a lot of the headache. Um, what I like to do as well, and I have a spreadsheet that I use for this. I'll also, there's a few fields, a few columns where I can put like, if there's an if I review something, this is actually makes it really easy to review before your launches. If you're like, you know, I haven't updated my program in a couple of years where you can like make notes on the content. Um, this is a great way to work with, um, work with team members as well. Like maybe they don't have access to your course or your web platform for whatever reason. So they all, all they need to do is keep that spreadsheet updated and then everybody pulls the information from there. Um, and the same thing with, um, for instance, I, I didn't actually add in images, but the same thing with images, you know, keep them on Amazon S3. If you're going to use them, you could also just keep them in Dropbox or Google drive. Um, I, I kind of tend to like, um, a version of the course, Anything that is something that would be uploaded or created, I want it in like a Dropbox or a Google Drive. And I probably will move the Google Drive stuff over to Dropbox, I think. Um, and I might be a little bit nutty here, but part of me is also like, yeah, maybe those are going to also go onto your external hard drive so you also have them offline if needed, right? Um, so... That's it. I mean, the I hope that this was helpful today, but I really wanted to kind of stress the importance of having this kind of record of things. And I mentioned that other platform that I'm on, I'm actually now just having to recreate the the spreadsheet because I know the spreadsheet can be updated like I just have to keep the, the master list updated. If you keep that updated, you will stay more organized. You're going to be able to hand it off to people more easily. You won't have to, let's say you have a new person starting your, um, starting in your business, starting as a VA, you can just send them to the master list so that they can actually just look through specific things. You can highlight things, leave comments for them, and then they don't even have to step inside your course platform for a while, especially if someone's just starting. That can be a huge gift um, to just, you know, have a list of things to look at. Um, yeah, so wish me luck. Right now, I have already started the just making sure that I have a list of all the things that need to be grabbed. And then someone else is going to do the grabbing of all the things and complete my master spread spreadsheet for my course platform. But it is it is something to consider. And I guess in closing today, thanks for letting me kind of just ramble on. Hopefully I, I didn't go too nutty. Sometimes I, I get really into what I'm saying and then I kind of lose track of the fact that I'm actually speaking to you because I go a little bit, oh. But um, I hope that 
you have uh, some sort of system in place for yourself so that you feel like you can make these choices and you, you're you not like held hostage. You're not like forced to stay on a platform just because you've been there forever, which is what I did with Infusionsoft. Um, Infusionsoft was the only one that that happened to because other ones were super easy to leave. Um and that's it. Uh, thank you so much for joining me here in my kitchen. Hopefully you'll see more of these in the future. Maybe we'll be doing a few episodes that will go live from uh, a trip I'll be taking soon to Vermont. So maybe I'll do something in the snow. That'll be a lot of fun, right? Uh, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you again for being a part of this podcast. And, and if you have any comments, there's anything you want to hear on the podcast, make sure to go to ansamoylove.com forward slash, I'm sorry, speakpipe.com forward slash ansamoylove. I'm going to put that link below along with just some other links so that you can check out other ways that we might be able to work together, especially if you are creating a program creating a course, creating a digital product, launching a digital product, launching a coaching program. These are things and ways that I help people and work with people. So if you want to know about those, I've left those down in the comments, in the show notes. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon.